Hey, Housebound Heroes, it's your host, Alex. And today, we're having a good look at the arts industry in Australia. Uh, when restrictions came in for to fight coronavirus, one of the hardest hit industries was our arts and recreation services. Uh, according to the stats that I've found on the Australian Bureau of Statistics, only 47% of arts and recreation services are still in operation today, uh, compared to 92% of manufacturing, uh, 93% of rental hiring real estate, um, just pulling out ones here, 76% of retail. So it's clearly the most impacted of all industries here in Australia. When you think about the amount of large mass gatherings that have had to be cancelled, weddings, parties, all sorts of gigs, it's easy to see why this industry has been so heavily hit. According to the website, I lost my gig that is tracking lost gigs and the impacts of that in Australia, over $330 million has been lost due to cancellations. And this is performers, production crew, hospital workers, managers, booking agents, and more. Myself, I've been part of the planning process of an event called Frogfest, and we've been planning this event for a long time, and it was meant to happen in May, and we've had to postpone. And for that, you know, we've had to tell artists that it's not happening, venues, uh, all sorts of stuff, food providers. And so there's a lot of people that are impacted by these restrictions. Now, I know that this is for a good cause, but the reality is for a lot of people, they're losing their income and uh, their livelihood. Uh, today, I am interviewing Tim Richardson, who goes by the stage name Timothy Wolf, and just wanted to hear his experience of this current climate, as well as some of the creative things he's been doing to kind of get through it and um, to get his work out there. So this is my conversation with Tim. All right. Well, I'm here with Tim Richardson or, or Timothy Wolf um, as the stage name. Where did the name Timothy Wolf come from? Hey, Alex. Um, yeah, Timothy Wolf. Um, I guess it was I wanted to create, you know, a musical project that that could still be myself, a bit of a solo project. But so I guess to also, you know, keep something for myself and, you know, coming from the duo project Wolf and Willa, I guess it was like paying homage to, to what we'd created with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, a new little project that I'm having some fun with. I'm trying to get it off the ground very slowly. Yeah. We'll get there in a sec, but I'm keen to sort of hear. So you're, you're, you've been like a muso for quite a while. What's sort of like been your, your journey with music up until like now, like Wolf and Willow you mentioned, but what else? Yeah, Wolf and Willow, um, you know, being a musician, I feel like you've got to diversify kind of what you've got to do because it's a pretty rough gig trying to, trying to live off being a muso. So, you know, you do, do lots of weddings and things like that to try and pay your bills. Um, but yeah, Wolf and Willow, um, I've got another thing called Little Wolf, which is just doing lots of weddings with a little team of people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been doing it for four or five years now yes yeah and like that's sort of been kind of your um you know that pays the bills until we have suddenly had this pandemic hit how has life been since then yeah like diversifying my my income stream seems like a great idea doing all of it inside the music community all of a sudden seems like a terrible idea because it's like hey yeah here's a total music redundancy Mm. um you know 
as as cool as it is to see all like these live videos and people doing music stuff online um you know when it comes down to it mass gatherings uh touring ticket sales um an embodied presence is so fundamental yeah. to the musical experience yeah so but, um, it's it's just kind of like everything just anything arts creativity related has kind of been on a bit of a shutdown now um and i was even reading today like in terms of government funding and stuff there's not really a lot that's going to protect that like you know you the the industry is so revolves around like you know project by project or casual basis that you know musicians like yourself aren't really protected in the same way that like a cafe worker might be that's been working at this cafe for two years that can now maybe get job keeper or whatever um yeah so yeah challenging time but like let's hope i think i think i'm excited about just the creativity that might come from um creatives just having to stay home and maybe put some effort into some other thoughts and, and just having that space to kind of get creative like you were saying before we started recording you got some late nights now just getting creative um how's that all going yeah it's an interesting little like paradox it's like hey we have all this time to be creative um but in being creative sometimes you need to spend money on like mics to have the right recording setups um you know sometimes you know if you want to record properly you have to have interfaces and computer programs and it's like that all costs so much money if you don't have that at your fingertips it's like that's also like a really barring kind of thing for a lot of people, I guess. Um, I'm super grateful at the uh, very convenient timing of COVID for myself. Um, as in the prior months, I just, you know, um, you know, spent the time and money going out and, you know, getting some of these resources. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, you know, when this kind of came to, it's like, Oh, well, um, I've missed out on a lot of work that I previously had lined up and, you know, winter's a really quiet time for me. Um, but it's like, oh, I still have these resources. Now I get, when I saw it coming, I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, grab a few last little things and I can kind of get stuck into to creating and working on, you know, we talk about working on the coming back from this. Um, the other side people will be really keen to experience live music and help out um once we get to there but yeah yeah i just hope other musicians can find other ways to create whether it be songwriting or recording whatever way it is yeah hoarding just a big stash of lyrics until they can finally actually go out and record it um so you have sort of been bunkered down at home and it was yesterday you released your uh demos for the album i can't afford yet live at livingston which i assume is your lounge room is the livingston yeah um, livingston street is the uh street in which i live yeah very so, very creative uh, you know you wouldn't have come up with that if you weren't you know had to be bunkered down at home yeah true. Ideas. um so yeah tell me a little bit about this project uh, what what's sort of been the the heart behind it i guess yeah i guess just with music taking on such a different uh shape and form at the moment we're kind of rendered to facebook live streaming um and i was like that's really cool um sometimes sound can be such a difficult thing to get 
right in a live streaming capacity it's still cool that you can kind of get you know the live experience um but to try and create that with like some studio recording you know resources um then also like i think about my favorite live albums you've got like jeff buckley dallas green um what they've created you know capturing some of like the live the fun things about live music like them talking about their stories their songs um and just trying to be able to do that in a format where people can kind of sit down and experience it like they might be at a live gig yeah but um they're at their home uh yeah I, I listened to it yesterday sitting at my wife's piano with a beer just watching the sunset and it was just nice it was just like a cool vibe <laughs> just listening to some music that's made by someone I know just in the comfort of my own home um, with a beer. It was nice. Cool, man. What beer were you drinking? Uh, it was a stomping ground pale ale, I think. Quite nice. I bought their like mixed pack. They had like one on for sale. Um, so trying all the different ones, but uh, yeah, just supporting local, local cre- creations like local brewed beer and whatnot. Um, stomping ground are great. The thing I liked as well is that the album cover or like the cover, the, the art um, by Jared Size, shout out there. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's you with a coffee. And right now as we talk, the, view, the listeners can't see this, but you're sitting there with your coffee. What, yeah. uh, you know, what's the, the, the role of coffee in your life? You know, what, what part of your life is coffee? Coffee is my, the first six hours of my day, I guess. <laughs> Before we move on to stomping ground. um yeah there's lots of different um roles with that the the what he's actually got again where me and you were on video so you can see my little coffee cup tattoo yeah um but it's also like a a spirit pouring out kind of thing um and you know that just kind of with coffee is a very important thing it's kind of like a tangible i don't know manifestation on my body and then i was like oh it'd be cool to have it in the artwork because i also you know make used to make coffee all the time at coffee shops as a barista and mm. you know it's very important my days are currently sponsored by proud mary's honduras <laughs> nice nice i rate that um i was gonna ask you know where were the beans from in the album the album art we'll just go with honduras um yeah. one of the songs i really loved from the what are we calling it is it like an ep mixtape what what are we saying? Digital mixtape, I think. Yeah, mixtape. SoundCloud mixtape. Um, I really like Constantine. Um, mm. And you sung that with your girlfriend, but I noticed in the notes you said you uh, were planning to sing with your mum. Is this something like, do you regularly sing with your mum? Is that a bit of like a thing that you guys have always done? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, I've grown up in a musical family where, where all of us sing. Mm. Um, and that's, that's so much fun. Um, yeah, it was like really unfortunate. My my uncle passed away just a couple of months ago, but it was like so special for all of us to be able to come together and sing at that funeral. That was like one of the most special, you know, musical moments of my life. And to be able to do that with my family. Yeah, it was very cool. It's, I definitely, I can't really relate to that. My, my family's not music, musical at all. <laughs> my mom was saying like when I was little, she used to sing me lullabies. And there was a point where I just said to mom, you know, you don't have to sing to me anymore. <laughs> hint, hint, you're not very good. 
Um, so yeah. our bonding is uh, going to the footy. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I rate that. So you end up doing it with Piper, who your girlfriend. She's also a musician as well. How's how's she going? Yeah, um, she does lots of different things. She's like gigs, she nannies. She's um, university student um, doing midwifery. So um, she's you know um, as we all are affected. You know, staying at home lost lost quite a few gigs but she's got some other things to put her attention uh towards for the moment which is which is really great yeah sweet um what in this mixtape is there any particular song that you you're particularly drawn to or i don't know if i like the question like what's your favorite song but is there a particular story or something that you felt like you wanted to share now um yeah probably the back three three songs on the album um, are songs that I don't get to play all that often. I think I've long drawn to more, I don't know, more uh, solemn um, styles of songwriting, almost like lament where like you're using songwriting as a, a means for processing information, going through these things. And um, there's songs that, you know, maybe people don't want to hear at gigs. Um, you know, when you're at a live gig or something, you're often trying to play songs that can like keep people happy and like, you know, engage with them in that kind of aspect. Um, and like, you know, prior to yesterday, these songs haven't been out in the world. People aren't really coming to my gigs to hear these songs. And so they just never get played. Um, yeah. So it was really fun to, to have them somewhere, I guess, to, to play them again. And a lot of them have been around for a long time. I've just never, never put them out. Yes, sweet. But, um, yeah, please don't go. Um, the last track was a song that we recorded um, with Wolf and Willow, um, with uh, Hayden Callan. He produced it. Maybe I think it was almost two years ago. Maybe, maybe a year and a half. I can't really remember. Mm. Um, and we never released that. Just you know, timing and everything, kind of. Um, yeah, it didn't really work out, but it was cool to revisit that song. I still hope that maybe one day we'll get that original recording out. Yeah, but um, it was just kind of special to have that, have that out in the, the digital world. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to post the link to this on the episode description so people can go and check this out. Um, in terms of like sort of this time now, um, do you have any other plans for this isolation time or are you going to just hoping that it finishes up soon and we can get back out there and play some more gigs or what's sort of in the, anything in the works at the moment? Yeah, I'm pretty done with survival mode. Um, would love to get back to doing some living. Mate, um, you're saying that in your dressing gown. I'm sure you're not really that keen to get out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely been the one, the one positive that's come from this experience. Living in Ugg boots and a bathrobe um, <laughs> all day, every day. You know, I'll take that yeah but um yeah currently working on um an actual an actual studio album that will hopefully get out one day that's been something that's been in the works for far too long and you know this time has prompted that to to get underway which i'm really excited for but um yeah to get back out into the world um to get back gigging and forming relationships with industry people and um you know live gigs networking all that good stuff man i cannot wait for sure and um where how can people support your work like any like 
where do they follow you on like social media or um, what other works you got out there that people can check out? Um, yeah, the new album uh, demos for the album I can't afford yet. Um, you can check that out on SoundCloud. All the links are in my bios. And thank you so much to everyone who's already checked it out. Um, yeah, the response has been like, it was something that I, you know, kind of threw together. I just wanted to connect with people through this strange time and, you know, maybe show what my COVID experience has been like. Um, but yeah, the response has been incredible and I'm so thankful for that, but they can check that out. Yeah. Through any of my social platforms. Easy. Well, I'll pop them in the episode description. People can check that out. Thanks for taking some time out of your incredibly busy day between making <laughs> coffee and I don't know, whatever you're doing next. Um, Netflix or whatever. Uh, it's been good to chat to you, man. Hey, man. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. All the best with the with the project and we'll get that out there. And all the best with the blog. I'm looking forward to some more episodes. <laughs> Cheers, man. Well, there you have it. There's my conversation with Timothy Wolf. Check out his work on SoundCloud. I'll drop the link in the description of this episode. I highly recommend you check it out. Follow him on social media, particularly Instagram, Facebook. Let him know what you think of the work. And uh, if you can, contribute this stuff. Uh, as, as he mentioned, it's not just being able to, to perform, but it's actually investing into the, the equipment that's required to record and to perform this stuff. And so if you want to contribute financially, there's the link there on uh, the SoundCloud, post, uh, SoundCloud page. And... In the future, when he's got gigs, make sure you're, you're hitting them up and other local artists and supporting them. And when all this sort of goes back to normal, let's try and get this industry back up on its feet again, because we know that particularly in this city of Melbourne, uh, we, we're very proud of our creative industry and we need to make sure we continue to support that to be able to experience the, the amazing things that we've been able to experience over the last few years. So do your bit and support local artists Thank you for listening to today's episode. Have a great Easter. And as always, stay home, save lives.